Hey everyone, it's your host Julia back with another mini-sode for the Ethical Consumer Podcast. First off, let me just say that it has been so fun to hear your reactions to the episodes so far. The production team and I really enjoy getting to talk to the food founders, get to hear new information, and I hope you do too. If you've loved this so far, please consider leaving a review on iTunes. The more reviews we get, the more iTunes puts us in front of other people that may be interested in the information that we have to share. Like and subscribe on Instagram, Facebook, and of course, if you're watching this, YouTube, listening, iTunes, Spotify, and just got an email, we are now on iHeartRadio. So most of your preferred, if not all, podcast platforms. So... Let's get into our mini-sode. Today we are talking about B Corps. So what is a B Corp? Maybe you've seen that letter B logo on some of your favorite clothing brands or even some of your favorite food brands. Certified B Corps are considered a relatively new type of business, only having 82 certifying businesses in their first year, which was 2007. However, as you may start to see it more and more, they have grown exponentially since their inception. From 82 in 2007 to 3,564 at the time of recording this episode. These B Corps are not just with food and clothing brands, but in over 150 different industries and 74 countries. B Corps make decisions that serve communities, consumers, employees, and the environment, using business as a force of good. This includes, but is not limited to, better wages, responsible sourcing, inclusive hiring, carbon reduction, and charitable giving. Now, as I said before, you may recognize that letter B logo from some of your favorite brands, including Patagonia, Allbirds, Clean Canteen, my favorite water bottle company, Athleta, here based in Iowa, Ecolips, Organic India, Brew Doctor Kombucha, and even some subsidiary companies of larger corporations such as Ben & Jerry's from Unilever. And New Chapter, a line of vitamins and supplements owned by Procter & Gamble. Each industry is going to have a slightly different set of checkboxes to achieve this certification. To get an idea of what these individual industries have to go through, you can actually take the free assessments on the B Corporation website as though you were taking it for a business, even if you don't have one of your own. In addition, businesses can also go take this free assessment and see how they're measuring up. From there, if a business chooses to pursue B Corp certification after this initial assessment, they can apply and if accepted, they have to recertify every three years. Most of this assessment, as I understand, is done over the phone. It does take a little while to get certified, but again, once you've got it, every three years, no problem. If you go to the B Corporation website, you can search by industry, state, or even city to see if you have some local B Corps in your area. Now, they're not going to be in every country, every state, and definitely not every city. Iowa actually only has four. One of them, the aforementioned Ecolips, which is just about an hour away from where I live. Another thing you may notice if you search by industry or even search the name of one of your favorite companies to see if they're a registered B Corp and what their score is, 
is that it's mostly larger companies, companies that are going to be in big box stores or even have their own stores or e-commerce. And most of the guests on our podcast so far are not B Corp certified. So why, if this is just the end-all, be-all of ethical certifications, why would a company decide to not get certified? One, the above-all reason, in my opinion, is that if you haven't noticed, most of the people we've had on this podcast so far are directly involved with their business still. They do not have a desk in a separate building or they do not stay at home while all of the rest of their employees go to work. They are the business. They are their company. Some of them are owner-operators. Some of them do have additional employees. But time is money. And when you are so heavily invested in your own business, taking time out to perhaps pursue a certification that you're already following just to get that letter B on your product may not be the best use of time. Another reason could be cost, though it is a fairly affordable certification when you are starting out as a smaller business and perhaps balancing the work to labor to output that you need to achieve to stay out of the red, every dollar counts. The lowest tier of certification for businesses making under $150,000 a year starts at $1,000. Again, this is $1,000 per year. When a business grows, it has to balance the cost of hiring additional labor, the well-being of the owners and their employees, and product output so they can survive. The desire to grow and provide their loyal customers with even more varieties of products or better packaging, better shipping, and the desire to give their employees maybe a higher pay, a higher living wage, benefits, additional opportunities outside the workplace could outweigh the desire to spend money and time to achieve this certification that, again, they may already be following. Most of these small, independently owned businesses are going to prefer to have your trust instead of a larger governing body's certification. And again, many businesses still use the B Corp philosophy and maybe even exceed the requirements even if they don't want to or are unable to go through the process of certification. They may already be taking initiatives to give back to their community, their employees, and additional special causes. When you go to your local farmer's market or your hometown brewery or even your local health food shop, there's already an element of trust, being able to see a familiar face, maybe even the owner's face, and get to talk to them and get recommendations on anything new. You might be able to have a conversation with the person that roasted your coffee or the artisan that made your preferred simple syrup. To reiterate the importance of trust, although I do think businesses should aspire to B Corp standards or higher, they're not actually legally enforceable. Neither the board nor the corporation are actually liable if one of these B Corp certified companies does something that does not comply. Personal trust and knowing where your food comes from goes a long way compared to a certification that is not necessarily enforceable. I also think it's important to note that some businesses are very forthcoming with their humanitarian and eco efforts. Some prefer to operate behind the scenes. You'll notice that some websites have an entire tab or an entire section devoted to their sustainability efforts, and some may not mention it, but you'll see a post here and there on their social media. 
So, the bottom line. I feel like I've given you some conflicting information. B Corps are super important. It's a really great certification. But also, time, money, and valuing trust over a label, also really important to consider. Bottom line is, B Corporations have their place. Larger businesses can get a reputation for only caring about the bottom dollar. And it's a way to show that they do care and they are giving back. Some businesses have been around longer than others. And some started extremely small, never intending to grow as big as they have. I highly recommend that you read the book Let Them Go Surfing by Yvonne Schwinard if you're interested in hearing about a humble businessman that never intended to have a huge company that he does and is still taking efforts to ensure that their sustainability practices are top of the line. Though I always think it's important to shop small, shop local, and support the underdogs, sometimes you do need to buy from a larger company. Seeing that B label lets you know that you are making a good decision, that these companies are taking efforts and at least pursuing this certification to improve what they're already doing. Maybe they've grown a whole lot in the past 10 years and they're just now getting to the point where they're able to consider sustainability. Though again, as you've heard, most of our guests on the podcast with the smaller businesses have been doing it from the beginning. As always, do what you can when you can. When you know better, try to do better and ask the same of the businesses that you are supporting and make that choice who you decide to support. It's your money, it's your vote, and it really can help change the future. Thanks everyone. I'll see you next time.